thank you for joining us as we journey through the 23rd Psalm, a series of reflections revealing God as our shepherd. Today is day 18 on our journey, and we have Alicia Brunk guiding us through our reflection together. Our hope and prayer is that you experience Jesus in a new, real, and life-changing way. Day 18, you anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows, Psalm 23, verse 5b. David continues to speak to God, describing his experience at the table provided for him in the presence of his enemies. He describes two things that happened at this table which had great meaning and significance in David's day, but remain mysterious for us. God anoints David's head with oil and his cup overflows. We have already seen that in the ancient Near East, hosts took hospitality of their guests as a serious manner. Even today, we see this in many places. On my trips to India, I have traveled to remote, impoverished villages and been overwhelmed by their generous hospitality. The first time I was invited into someone's tiny thatch-roofed dirt floor home, I was greeted at the door with a garland of flowers for my neck. Everything they owned in the world was in this small space, and it wasn't much. No closets filled with clothes or shoes, very little furniture, no electronics and toys for their kids. It was quite a contrast to my own home. When we sat on the floor, they offered me a soda, and at first I refused. My Indian friend who was with me whispered that I needed to accept it. My host smiles from ear to ear as they watch me enjoy my cold drink on a 95-degree day. They had no such drink in their own hands. They watched me enjoy it. My friends told me later that the soda is a luxury they could never afford for themselves. But for a guest, they would make sacrifices. They would joyfully make sacrifices. They took their role as a host seriously. The practice of anointing someone with oil in the Bible is found in a number of contexts. Prophets, priests, and kings were often anointed as they entered into their respective positions. The oil represented the presence of the empowering of the Holy Spirit for the work that they had been called by God. In the New Testament, anointing oil is connected to God's healing. All of these could have been in mind as David describing the anointing of his head, but the most obvious meaning is simply as expression of God's radical hospitality that David was experiencing. Anointing with oil was a traditional practice among Jewish people to welcome someone in their home, like receiving a garland and a cold soda in India. Jesus expresses this when he honors the woman who used very expensive oils to wash Jesus' feet. Then he turned toward the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I came into your house. You did not give me any water for my feet, but she wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You did not give me a kiss, but this woman from the time I entered has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not put oil on my head, but she has poured perfume on my feet. Luke chapter seven, verse 44 through 46. David is telling us that he is not in a state of white-knuckled endurance in this valley of the shadow of death. Rather, he is receiving direct and personal care from God. He was welcomed to the table where there was plenty. Every need has been considered and met graciously by God. To this, he adds a last phrase. David's own experience, my cup overflows. Perhaps you have had an experience at a restaurant where the server is so attentive it's almost ridiculous. As soon as you take a sip or two of water or coffee, he or she is right there topping it off. It's always full. This is how attentive God is to David's needs. There's not just a little in David's cup to quench his thirst, there's a lot, too much, to the point that the cup cannot be contained at all. It overflows. This is the -the over-the-top extravagant, and that is how David experiences God. One of the names for God in the Old Testament is Jehovah Jireh. This means the God who provides. 
David is declaring to all that God is not stingy in his provisions. This filling up nature of God is found in Jesus' promise to the woman at the well who was in a dark valley. He didn't offer her a small cup of water to take the edge off her thirst. Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. John chapter 4, verses 13 through 14. Jesus offers her himself, which will be like a gushing of spring of water, deeply satisfying. David sits at the table. God is provided with a bottomless cup filled with God himself. One of the most loved promises of Jesus is found in John chapter 10, verse 10b. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Peter, one of Jesus' disciples, put it this way. God's divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who has called us by his own glory and goodness. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. God is generous to those whose arms are open to receive from him. He gives us everything. There is a table he prepares for us daily, no matter our circumstances. His provision will never run out. In Paul's letter to the first century followers of Jesus living in the city of Ephesus, there is a promise written that is widely mentioned, quoted and prayed. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. There is no question that in all realms of our lives, God can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine. But if you consider the context of this promise, Paul is speaking about our ability to experience God and his love. These words precede the promise of immeasurably more. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power, together with the Lord's holy people, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know that this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all fullness of God. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 16 through 19. The promise is a deeper experience of God and of His love. Think about your relationship with God. Are you being filled up with the measure of all the fullness of God? When you are, the valley can be transformed into a banquet table. Instead of an unquenchable thirst, your cup overflows. He can do immeasurably more than you ask or imagine. Ask and imagine today. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you have experienced Jesus in a new, real, and life-changing way. If you would like to watch one of our services, join a group, or explore ways to serve, please visit kensingtonchurch.org. The Psalm 23 devotional was written by Craig Mays and read by various members of the Kensington Church staff. We have physical copies at all of our locations, as well as a digital and audio versions at kensingtonchurch.org slash Psalm 23.